welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. All right, well, we're going to jump right into it, into another week on the Crossroads Remix Podcast. I am filling in for Doug as... Uh, the intro introduced, and I am not Doug Rutledge, but I'm Brayden Van Dyke, and I've been uh, a volunteer with Crossroads for about four and a half years now. And we have four fantastic Crossroads students who are going to introduce themselves. I'm Jaden Peterzak. I'm Landon Clayball. I'm Danny Swihart. I'm Isabella Johnson. Amazing, and welcome onto the podcast. Well, tonight we talked about Samson, right? And he was kind of a superhuman being, right? Like he was, what was his superpower? Strength. Super strength. Um, So, I mean, as kids, we all wanted a superpower, right? Come on, let's be real. Like, which was yours? Was it invisibility? Did you want to fly? Did you want to read minds, walk through walls? What was it for you guys? I wanted to fly. I'd probably say uh, speed. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I would want to be invisible. Solid. Um, telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. How would you use that? To clean my room when I feel lazy. <laughs> Touche. One of the first questions we have here is, would you rather have that superpower that maybe you wanted as a kid or be able to hear God talk to you? Have you guys ever, like, really missed someone, like a, a human being? Like... Um, I'll level with you guys. Last week, one of my friends back home died of cancer. And she was an incredibly gifted worship leader. And she was also the daughter of our pastor back at home. And she just had the most incredible voice ever. So for me, like, I really miss being able to hear her voice. Have you guys ever had that missing of feel like hearing someone else talk like voice or talking to them yeah so i guess going back to the question would you rather have a superpower flying telekinesis super speed or to hear god talk to you i'd say hear god talk to you just because super speed if you could hear god talk to you like he could tell you what he wants and what you're there for would you be satisfied if he talked to you Kind of like he does already through different people or through uh, coincidences, or do you really want to like hear the audible voice like, of God? If I could hear his like audible voice, that'd probably like probably shock me at first. Yeah, like, that would be crazy. I'd like to hear God's voice as well. I think because um, rather than having a superpower and having that sense of like pride, like we talked about with Samson, hearing God talk to you, He'll reveal your strengths. Mm-hmm. He will, he will like reveal to you like what his plan is and taking that information you can live like through God through him I would rather hear God's voice so I would actually know what to do I'd rather hear God's voice well I guess we all agree then hearing God's voice is better than any superpower that we could ever want or desire question two what is your super strength in your life God has each has given each of us a kind of pseudo superhuman strength what is it that god has given you that you might be able to use for him i mean the truth is we're all superhuman and maybe it's you're really good at sports or working with your hands or empathy what is it 
So based on the last test for um, spiritual gifts, which we did at the lead team mm -hmm. training last month, or actually this month, my, one of my best skills was craftsmanship. And like one of the ways I was brainstorming I could help like um, serve God through my craftsmanship skills was probably create things that students are in need of or such as like the pillowcases we've had donated in the past, stuff like that. I'd have to say like my ability just like to talk to everybody because I'm like really social and so like mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to go up to somebody and talk to them and like it's just like I'm not shy. It could be like being a really good friend to people or just you know that that skill that you have that's just super affirming or what do you think it is Jaden? Willpower maybe. Pretty determined nothing much can distract you or yeah solid. That is something I wish I had a little bit more of when I did homework at 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> I still have to do it. Yeah, that. <laughs> Kindness, maybe? Diligence? I would say mine is um, being able to talk to people like Landon because I can talk to a lot of people even um, if I've never really talked to them before. So even when we all have strengths, they come with just as much weakness. So. We like to call these Achilles heels, or kryptonites, or in Samson's case, his Delilah, something that really just tanked him. Do we all have those in our lives? Yeah. I don't know, I'm still thinking of what mine is, but do you, for sure. Do, well, here's one. Do you think you have one big Achilles heel or a bunch of little weaknesses? What would you say? Because maybe, maybe you're plagued with a bunch of little weaknesses that keep popping up every day, or maybe it's one big one that you know is like, oh, there it is again, popping its self into my life. I have one big one, and um, it's judging people mm. sometimes. So um, I'm like Jaden, right? Um, I have a weakness with willpower. If I see food on the counter, even though it's wrestling season, I'll, I'll eat it, <laughs> and I'll wait for my consequences later. Oof. Yeah, I'd have to say willpower too, just because like, Homework, I think my homework is due yesterday online and mm. I haven't started, so it's definitely willpower. I definitely have a weakness for speed, and one of my superpowers I probably want is speed <laughs> as well. So a little bit on Isabella's point of judging people, that, that has to do with, I think, a sense of pride sometimes that we all feel sometimes, right? And Samson, although incredibly gifted, also fell prey to feeling like he was all that. I guess the question becomes, do you think it's harder for a person who thinks they are worthless or a person who thinks they're all that to serve God? Because both are really pride. I'd probably say worthless because like the person who thinks they're all that is probably like, oh, I, God loves me. I don't need to do anything better. Um, confidence could always be a key too. I mean, if you have someone who is very low on the self-esteem, it's hard for them to feel the confidence in doing something rather than someone who already has that kind of built inside mm -hmm. them. I feel like it's um, harder for a person who's worth thinks they're worthless because they don't think that they're deserving to do what God wants them to do mm. compared to a person who thinks that they can do it. I'm just spitballing, but you guys can tell me if you think I'm right or not. Maybe it's harder for people who think they're worthless to start serving mm -hmm. God because they don't think they can get going. They have to get over that first hurdle. Whereas people who are prideful, 
probably think they're, they're capable and it's easy for them to at least be serving, but maybe they're doing it for the wrong motives mm-hmm. and it'll eventually catch up to them. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that one. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> We're gonna press in a little bit and push the envelope a little bit further with our next question. Which do you think you are? Which category do you fit in? Honestly, it depends on like what kind of thing you're talking about within my life. Like some of my strengths are probably athletics, school. Um, some of my weaknesses are probably like facing my fears and like fear of failure. Yeah, I'd have to agree with like depending on the area because like sometimes I don't think I'm like a good enough athlete or something and like or like I feel like I'm a pretty good student other than not being able to do my work on time but like I feel like it's just like that area of what it is because like athletics like everyone is really harsh on themselves all the time with it so it's like are you good enough or not so like it's kind of an interesting thing to talk about like the limit of confidence which turns into pride. Like that kind of borderline mm-hmm. subject, yeah. the gray area. <laughs> do you think these types of feelings and conversations, do they have more to do with how we feel about ourselves or how we think others, or what we think others think about us? Maybe it's both. And maybe that was confusing. Like, Say that again. Repeat that. Thank when we're, when we're feeling worthless or when we're feeling really great, mm-hmm. like, let's be honest, how do we get there? Well, maybe it's yourself and you think, I'm just the bomb diggity. Or maybe it's in comparison to other people, right? Like, that's where we get our sense of, I don't know, pseudo pride from, whether it's worthlessness or I'm amazing. My take on this, I guess, is like, as a Christian, you are... You are God's child. You should already have that kind of, I'm going to say the word confidence again, because <laughs> it's big here. You got to have that confidence in Jesus Christ or like, yeah, just got to be a servant. It's always pushed that you are made in the image of God. So I guess that's an automatic like ego booster for someone who's really low on self-esteem. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Danny on that, really. So if pride is this big poisonous thing, how do we keep each other humble in an encouraging way? Um, someone who's prideful is just as like, early, something like that. They're just as like a target. They're the mm-hmm. same kind of target as someone who's low self-esteem to failure. So I mean, either or, failure can ultimately humble somebody mm. if they do think they're on top, you know? That's something that has to happen to themselves though, right? I mean, it's easy to walk yeah. up to say Lane and be like, Dude, you're trash at basketball. Sorry, man. Sit left bench. Sorry. No, okay, not true. Not true. That was an example. Um, I've seen you play. You're quite great. But that's not a very encouraging way to go about it, is it? No. So we gotta like, and especially if they're your friend, especially if they're a fellow believer, we have to spur each other on in encouraging ways. But also like, like Danny was talking about, they almost have to re- come to that realization for themselves, right? You can't force someone to be more humble, maybe. Well, like, I guess what I was trying to get at was like, they're just, they can they can fail just as much as someone with low self-esteem. So mm-hmm. like, if, if someone who, let's say, wins all the time is finally, finally lost to a better opponent, they could be humbled by that. And like, okay, maybe I need to self-check myself, you know? They have two different choices. They could either get really upset or be humbled by the situation. And I feel like most people, like, when they get humbled, they're like, okay, maybe I need to, like, 
put more work in because like I think I'm doing enough but I'm not like I'm just doing the bare minimum trying to like be the best I can but I'm not doing that. I guess it's easy for someone like Samson to become prideful in himself. I mean like the guy wiped out a thousand men mm. in a day. <laughs> so like it, with a personality and an ego like that along with the superpowers it was just setting him up for an, an ultimate tragedy. But in the likeness his um his final event like his yeah his final event in his life um i think it humbled him because like in the way that he was led by the servants as he was blind he was like all right i'm really not all that like these guys are controlling me god's really hasn't blessed me you know like he kind of felt that way at the time until he finally asked for that last blessing a little too little too late huh how do we, in our own lives, humble ourselves before we have that big last tragedy? Really for him, it was just an outreach to God, his last resort. He was like, I can't do this on my own. I've already tried throughout my entire life. God, can you just help me out one last time? So maybe if we each make that cry out to God daily before a big tragedy comes or before our superpowers are taken away, then that would help us. Yeah, I think that would help a lot if we just like each day we cried out and like not just like at the last like, oh no, I mm -hmm. need help. Hail Mary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd say in his situation, it was kind of a desperate plea. I mean, he had already run his marathon. He was at the very end of it and it was his last resort. But for us, we continually like live through Christ and live as a Christian, live humbly and we can constantly seek his presence or seek his blessing and seek his light. All right, y'all, those have been some pretty fantastic thoughts. Any closing parting thoughts on the story of Samson and how pride is the worst? All right, well, I guess in summary, pride is poison, don't do it. Run to the Father, talk to Jesus, and derive your value and worth from him. Thank you all, and we will see you guys next week. Crossroads out. <laughs> Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org and contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI, also on Insta and Twitter.